this week's message given by Pastor Stephen Young at the Sakasana United Methodist Church, April 17, 2022. The message is, when the empty tomb doesn't sound like good news, based on John 20, 1-18. Let us pray. O God of awesome joy, be with us this day as we celebrate the resurrection of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Let the light of your love flood into our lives and through us to all who have been captured by darkness, that the light may give them healing, freedom, and hope. Let us truly be the Easter people that you have called us to be. We ask these things in the name of the reason, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A pastor was delivering a children's sermon on Easter Sunday. He asked Sunday school kids the question, So what were the Jesus' first words to Mary Magdalene when he was raised from the dead? Before he was able to give the answer, a little girl raised her hand high, so the pastor let her answer. I know, pastor, she said, it's two words. Ta-da! <laughs> this morning we heard the amazing story of resurrected Jesus and Mary Magdalene, both read by uh, Pat and performed by Kelly. According to the Gospel of John, the first words Jesus spoke after his resurrection was actually a question. It was a question for Mary Magdalene, woman, why are you crying? After the disciple went back home, Mary was left alone outside the empty tomb, and she was standing there weeping. Those who lost their loved ones often experience that grief comes in waves. You don't know when and what will trigger those moments. Sometimes it's a huge wave that feels like it knocks you down. Other times it passes quickly, giving you a little break between or until you face the next. And as you face these waves day by day, hopefully you gain the strength to face the next. The truth is that it comes and goes. Perhaps it was one of those hard moments for Mary Magdalene. As someone says, the dying never experiences death. As often I, I speak in the funeral service, it's actually the survivors who experience a profound sense of death. Because death is a profound sense of absence. We can only imagine the profound sense of absence that Mary might have experienced. It was just a few days after the tra tragic, traumatic death of her friend, Master Jesus. But when she found out that even his body was missing, even, even his body was absent, it really hit her heart. The absence of the Jesus body in the tomb caused the intense grief like a huge wave in, in Mary's broken, empty heart. The irony is that on the first Easter morning, the empty tomb triggered Mary's grief and sadness. 
the empty tomb wasn't good news to her as well as to other disciples. Friends, can you think of anything? Can you think of anything good that is empty? Don't, don't say air because it's not empty. Let me show you some examples. What's this? Empty swimming pool, right? An empty swimming pool has no use in summer, you know, no matter how big and how deep it is. It's got to be filled. What about this? Empty calories, exactly, which come from the food that have little or no nutritional value. You know, Easter is good news, but food with empty calories is not. So I hope you celebrate Easter not with too much chocolate. What about this, friends? Empty tank, empty gas. Empty tank means your car will stop running soon. A few years ago, uh, my family and I were stuck on the highway due to our car accident somewhere near Fort Lee. And unfortunately, the gas in my car was running low. And we were in the middle of the highway, you know, with no exit nearby. It was almost a traumatic experience for the whole family, you know, waiting, <laughs> waiting to move uh, to, to the exit. And my son still asked me when we travel long distance, Daddy, do we have enough gas? <laughs> you know, empty, empty tank can, can never be a pleasant experience. What about this? Empty fridge. Sometimes we intentionally empty our fridge to clean or to move to a new location. But empty fridge can be an indicator of economic hardship. When coronavirus hit, coronavirus hit the world, it created a worse economic crisis in some other countries like Lebanon, which led to a collapse of, of the local uh, currency and the purchasing power. And I remember seeing a photo of a woman in, in Lebanon taking out a bottle of water from an empty fridge. You know, empty fridge is far from good news. How about this? Empty words, empty promises means words and promises that are not sincere, that have no real value or meaning. And no one wants to hear empty words or empty promises. What about this? Empty nest. Empty nest. I know there are some happy empty nesters for sure, but I don't think uh, they get there as soon as their kids leave home. You know, whether it's to start a college or leave for work, you know, it, it brings a mixed feelings, sometimes complicated, more complicated. You know, your days were once filled with sports practice, soccer practice, you know, and music lessons and conferences and birthday parties and, you know, now the hustle and bustle of raising kids is a thing of the past. Of course, you've got your friends, your family members, work, and other activities, but your days may still feel a bit empty. Now, this is 
empty chair. You know, dealing with the loss of loved one is never easy at any time of the year, but it can be more painful and harder during the holiday seasons when families gather and sit around the table. And there's nothing more heartbreaking than the empty chair at the family table because it brings back all the memories of the one you lost. Friends, I don't know what being empty or emptiness means to you, but it means something is missing. It means something is insufficient and and inadequate. It means something important and necessary is absent. For some of us, being empty, emptiness means disappointment. For others, it means headache or heartache. In the world we're living in, emptiness hardly means something good or positive. It's hardly good news to us. Whatever you feel is empty in your life today, friends, I invite you to fill in the blank. Is it an empty heart? Is it an empty hand? Is it an empty bank account? I don't know what it is. Only you and God know. What's interesting about Mary in the story, the gospel story, is that she, as she wept, she knelt to look into the tomb again. As I was reading this passage over and over again, I found it interesting. Remember from the beginning of the story, it was, Mary, it was Mary Magdalene who first saw the empty tomb and told the disciples about it. So she was the first witness to the open, empty tomb. She first confirmed it and then it reconfirmed it through the two disciples who came and reached the tomb and went inside. We don't know why, but as she is weeping, she's looking into the empty tomb again. And there she sees something amazing. She sees the two angels inside the tomb. And eventually, she encounters the resurrected Jesus standing right beside her. Yes, it's true that on that Easter morning, the empty tomb wasn't a sign of resurrection, but simply a tragic endpoint of Jesus' life. When these women told the disciples about the empty tomb, they didn't believe what they said. You know, in the gospel reading in John 20, you know, uh, she, she looked into the tomb again. And then uh, 24, uh, when, when the disciples uh, were heard from the, the, these women, you know, they said it was the nonsense. They didn't believe the women because their words seemed to them like a nonsense, as the scripture says. The empty tomb wasn't really good news to them, and it wasn't a good news to Mary either. When he was first encountered, the empty tomb was a visual representation of her empty heart, as we heard from the monologue. But the story of Mary Magdalene tells us something different about what we consider empty and emptiness. 
It helps us realize that what is empty can lead us to something greater than us, beyond our limited human understandings. It helps us to see that such a sense of emptiness and void can actually lead us to our Lord, who can fill our soul and bless us with a full life. The Greek word for Easter, Pascha, which mean, uh, means passage. It means passage. This word reminds us of so many different passages in the Bible that we read. The Israelites' passage from slavery to freedom. Jesus' passage from death to resurrection. And our own passage from sin to forgiveness. The passage from despair and grief to hope. In a sense, the empty tomb represents a tradition passage that led Mary to the resurrected Jesus. As Mary looks into the tomb again, she sees something amazingly surprising, and she sees something new, something she has never expected to see. It leads her to the risen Christ. Friends, this gospel story helps us to look into our own experience of emptiness from a new perspective, from a perspective of resurrection. The empty tomb itself might not initially sound like good news, but it puts us in perspective, helping us look into things we feel are empty in our lives, leading us to see in them something greater, something powerful that is coming. Friends, the empty tomb tells a story that God is not done with us. No matter how hopeless our world might look, God is still writing a story with us, walking closely with us through our broken hearts and scars and wounds. The gospel we need to hear from the story of Mary is that the empty tomb is not the only sign of resurrection. You and I will encounter different versions of empty tomb in our lives, in our world. It makes us feel empty. Things that remind us of emptiness in life. Sometimes we feel stuck in some life experiences, like being in a tomb, being stuck inside the tomb. Remember, God of resurrection is leading you something new, something greater. God of resurrection is turning them into a beautiful story and beautiful song. Like Mary who humble herself before the Lord and look into the tomb again. When we look into our lives that seem empty with the eyes of faith, it leads us to new life, new hope, new possibilities in the power of our resurrected Savior. I don't know what you put in the blank, friends. My answer in the blank was Facebook. Blank Facebook. Some of you know my Facebook account has been hacked and blocked and suspended. I have no access to it. I wasn't even allowed to see you know, our church Facebook page. I felt completely violated and humiliated. But to make a long story short, you know, I had to create a new account. So my 700-something uh, friends were all gone. All the photos and videos that I had, have had since 2008, 
2008 were all gone. And interesting, I have been reflecting on the empty tomb this holy week as, as I was seeing my literally blank Facebook page because I, I created a new one to, to, uh, to post things on our church Facebook. I sighed, you know. Clearly it was my empty tomb for the last few days. It was. It was my headache, my heartache for the last few days. And I, I don't know if my Facebook page could be resurrected again. Maybe not. But as I was looking at my new Facebook page, I was wondering if my empty Facebook could be a sign of resurrection, a sign of new possibilities, possibilities for building new relationships or focusing on you know, the memories in the present and the future instead of uh, the past memories. And that's something I'm figuring it now. Sorry I can and give you the uh, good news at this point. That's what I'm wrestling with now. But I'm sure some of you are in the same place as me. You're wrestling with your empty tomb today. I don't know what that is, but God knows what your empty tomb is. I don't know what word you use to fill in the blank, but no matter what you put in the blank, if you have a place in your life where you feel void and empty or even meaningless, I invite you to look into your empty tomb in light of today's gospel story. When your empty blank doesn't sound like a good news, look into it again from a perspective of resurrection. What this means is that you discern what Jesus would do there and what Jesus will do in there. How does your empty tomb lead you to the Lord? What would the resurrected Christ tell you about what you consider empty tomb today? Can it be a sign of Christ's resurrection? Can it be a sign of the power of resurrection working in your life? Friends, look into the, the, the empty tomb that you have today and see what God is doing there for you and what God can do for you in there. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Amen.